What's up, gamers? Welcome to the Level 99 Daily Show for Thursday, February the 22nd, 2018. Remember, this is your RPG podcast that releases every single weekday, and it's the show where I dive deep into the greatest genre in gaming. I'm your host, Philip. Let's get today's episode started. So today we are talking about indie RPGs. And we're going to try to get through a whole episode without me actually talking about the Nintendo Switch. I say that knowing that I'm actually going to, but in sort of an indirect manner, okay? But these games that I'm talking about today are on the PS4 and on Steam. And like I said, they are indie games. And I believe there are seven of them. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll give this a snappy title like the seven indie games that you need to play. Maybe you've already played them. In fact, if you have, then please uh, let me know. Full disclosure, this these seven are actually my wish list. Uh, I have not played these games, so I have no expertise whatsoever on them. I am just going to give you essentially the things that I have found that immediately went on my wish list, and these are probably the next seven games that I'm going to get other than Nino Kuni 2. So, I'm going to read you some descriptions. I'm going to talk about uh, what I see from the trailers and things like that. So, we are going to learn about these things together. Because that's what I like to do on here. So, the first game that I want to talk about is from the PS4. It's actually the only one on the PS4 that I'm going to talk about. Even though this game is on Steam, something about it, I don't know. I want to get it on the PS4. So, there you go. But this game is called... The 10th line and it comes to you from indie publisher and developer Sungazer software from the official website, the official Sungazer software website. It says introducing the 10th line. The 10th line is the first commercial game project from Sungazer software. Explore a colorful world through quick 2d platforming action, hunt for treasure, gain power and train skills and do battle against dozens of foes at once. Okay, so at first I was like, okay, cool RPG. And then I started reading the description and was like, wait, I thought it said it was an RPG, not a 2D platformer. Uh, Spoiler alert, it's both. So if there's something that I love as much as RPGs, it's platformers, specifically 2D platformers. And so this game seems to meld both of those genres together. It says that... The game, this is the gameplay. It says the tent line is an Eastern style RPG meant to harken back to the 32 bit era of gaming, but with a few modern conveniences and unique twists. You'll control a small party of heroes, battle foes, hunt for treasure, gain experience and grow in power, and learn more about the world and its inhabitants as you progress. Exploration is handled with 2D platforming spread out among multiple characters, each with his or her own movement style and skills. Foes roam the countryside and engaging one thrusts and engaging one thrusts the party into battle. Battles are primarily turn-based with an element of timing for both attacking and defending and often involving and often involve taking on dozens of foes at one time. Special attacks consume skill points, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. So there you go. That is the 10th line if any of you have ever played this on the PS4 and Steam 
let me know. Tweet at me. I am at Vault RPG. I'm very, very curious about this game. Uh, and currently, you can get it for $12.99 on the PS4. Uh, I don't know if it's the same price on Steam. Not sure. But $12.99, it's a great price point for what it seems like this game is. Uh, I believe it released last year um, in June. So it's not super, super old. In fact, that's something that I tried to do is I really wanted to compile a list of things that is that are not too old. They're semi-new. I want to really kind of stay current with this list. And even some of these haven't even come out yet. So, so there's the 10th line. And like I said, that's all the ones from PS4. And that is on Steam as well. Um, but now I'm moving on to my strictly, I know that these are on Steam. I'm not sure if they're on other platforms. I would love for them to be on other platforms. Hint, hint, hint. If any of you developers are out there listening. All right. So first off, uh, Legendary Gary. This is actually one that I did purchase. I talked about this briefly on last night's episode. Very, very briefly. Because that's when I discovered it was last night. Literally discovered it last night. I believe it released yesterday. The day before yesterday, the 20th. So released on Tuesday. Remember, this is the game that is coming from one of the programmers of What Remains of Edith Finch. And his Twitter also says that he was a programmer on The Last of Us. So Legendary Gary is a uh, is a game about a an ordinary guy. Uh, the Steam description says that Gary is a mess and he's trying to be a better person. Help him tackle his not very fantastic life and also help him play a fantasy game in his free time. But as he discovers, the fantasy is more than it seems. The game involves unique turn-based fighting system, interactive story, hand-drawn art, and synth-pop soundtrack by XX, Sick XX. And if I'm mispronouncing that, uh, forgive me. So last night I said that this game, based on my interpretation of the uh, of the description, it kind of sounds persona ish, just that in during the, like during one half of the game, it's, uh, almost like life simulation with some like relationship builders, uh, tossed in. You're like upping his relationship with, with friends and other NPCs. And then the other half of the game is actually you playing a fantasy game. So, I mean, it's not one-to-one persona, but it's, yeah, that's just what popped in my head. So the actual RPG elements are, are coming from the game that you play at night. So, I mean, this is pretty cool. Go, go look at the trailer. I tweeted out the trailer earlier because the trailer for this game is phenomenal. It, and I, and I hope that the music from the trailer sets uh, is really the music from the game as well, because talking about setting a tone, Synth pop is is definitely is that is what it was setting up, and the tone is just perfect for the art style and it's perfect for the look of this game. Go check it out. It is honestly not like anything I've I've ever played. So I am so excited to jump into this. I already bought it on Steam. I've just got to download it when I get home. It's the first thing I'm going to do when I get home. I am so excited to jump into Legendary Gary. The, uh, the developer's name is Evan Rogers. Uh, he hand handcrafted, hand-drawn, drew it himself. It's no, he said it's, it's no Uncharted, but I'm proud of it. Hope you like it. All right, Evan, 
Well, I'm going to give it a try. Legendary Gary. So everybody, if you're on Steam, go out and uh, give it a look. Give it a look. Next up on Steam is Regions of Ruin. This game is on Steam for $11.99. It released on the 5th of February this year. And uh, the thing that caught my eye with this game is that it does look a lot like Kingdom, which it it says all over its Steam page, uh, heavily inspired visually by Kingdom. People are, uh, in fact, the creator of Kingdom uh, re- reviewed the game. He said it was a fun action game inspired by Kingdom's visuals that actually lets you fight the bad guys. So that's the, that's the thing here. The description from Steam says, ever wonder what would happen if Kingdom met a broad, skilled ba- a skill-based open-world RPG? Welcome to Regions of Ruin. It's a, it's a 2D side-scrolling RPG with town building where you are introduced to an open world that progressively challenges your hero and settlement the further you delve into the vast continent. You will discover a foreboding land ravaged by hundreds of years of hardship, where kingdoms have risen and fallen, settlements have been laid to waste and overrun by warring groups, and great mysteries lay hidden and waiting to be unearthed, assuming you can defeat their jealous guardians. All right, so this game, another... Uh, another comment or review that I read about this game is that it's Kingdom meets Oblivion in 2D gorgeous, just 2D gorgeous art, pixel art. Yes, please. L- literally, less, yes, please. If this is like 2D Oblivion, I am so in on this game. I found this earlier and I'm just immediately excited. Like I said, it came out earlier this month. Once again, if you have this game, if you enjoy it, let me know. If you hate it, also let me know and let me know what's wrong with it. If it's broken, please let me know. But anyway, I am super hyped on this game. Can't wait to pick it up. Once again, that was 12 bucks on Steam. Moving on to another gorgeous, gorgeous game called Candleman The Complete Journey. This released January 31st of this year. And you can get it on Steam for $14.99. There are a different couple SKUs, I believe. Two SKUs. One you can get with the soundtrack for $17.98. Whew, might, might jump for that. You know how I am with soundtracks. Okay, so anyway, this game looks very interesting. I'm not exactly sure how heavily on the RPG side it is, even though that is one of the tags that it has. Um, it's tagged as Action Adventure Indie RPG. So... Not exactly sure how heavy the RPG elements are, but I was enthralled by the look and the mechanics. It says uh, the description from Steen says Candleman: The Complete Journey is a unique puzzle platformer where light is both a welcome ally and a deceptive foe. Take the role of a little candle who can burn for only ten seconds and venture through an unsettling darkness of challenging levels. With a smooth difficulty curve. Use your wits to overcome obstacles based on the mechanics of light and shadow while exploring a wide range of enchanted environments as you seek out the distant glow. You just gotta go, you gotta look at screens and a trailer of this game Uh, because once again, the visuals are just captivating and enthralling. 
And then I love that concept of you've only got 10 seconds. Um, so, and I like the puzzle aspect of it. I love puzzlers. I'm hitting all the things that I, that I really like in this episode. We've got RPGs, we've got 2d platformers, we got puzzle platformers. So the, oh my God, I'm just looking at screens right now. You've got to go look at it. You got to look at it. And that's the thing too. Like this list is so diverse too in art styles because that, I mean, that's really my taste. I mean, I, I'm pretty diverse in taste, right? So I've got legendary Gary completely hand-drawn. I've got regions of ruin, 2d pixel art. And then uh candle man is this gorgeous, um, 3d work with just beautiful lighting shadows. I mean the whole, the whole thing, the whole package. So go check that out. Uh, next up on steam for 99 cents, Full disclosure, I'm not sure about the quality of this game. And in fact, if anyone's played it, uh, please let me know. But it's called Cross of Aurea. Um, this is sort of the the, the stretch one for me. I feel like the, uh, everything else on the list I'm going to like, if not love. Everything else on the list that I've talked about so far, I feel like I'm really, really, really going to enjoy. This one, it looks pretty generic. It looks pretty, pretty generic. Cross of Aria. Um, in fact, I don't want to say that. But anyway, looks pretty generic. And it released uh, January 1st of this year. Uh, the thing about it that kind of interested me was that um, it's it's going to be told in chapters. You're actually buying chapter one for 99 cents. And then apparently future additions to the story are going to be free of charge. So the sort of episodic nature of the release schedule is kind of what pulled me in. But like I said, I I mean, I know nothing about it. A description from Steam says Cross of Aria is set in a world where the memories of all the inhabitants were wiped out by a plague known as the Scourge. This plague throws our hero Ruby's consciousness, consciousness into a realm between worlds known as the Veil forever establishing her ties to the land and the ability to cross into it. Now, a girl who would have led a normal life is given the gift of lightning, the reason for which she must uncover. So, there's some intrigue there, but once again, it looks kind of generic, and it kind of sounds generic, but I'm willing to give it a try. It was a dollar. And if it's great, then I'll, I'll come back and tell you and uh, you can you can go see for yourself. There only, there's only one review um, and it got a seven out of ten for interesting game mechanics. Uh, the review says this game is indeed a surprising gem, which I enjoyed very much. All right. So a um, dollar cross of Aria. You can see for yourself if the genericness doesn't turn you off, then maybe you'll enjoy it. I'm uh, moving along. Next steam game has not been released yet. Um, this one also, I think is possibly going to be episodic. The title says episode one. I'm not exactly sure what that means. I don't know if that means that this game is episode one, you know, kind of like, uh, um, Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. You got like first chapter, second chapter. I don't know if that's what this means. But anyway, Guardians of Arcadia. 
Guardians of Arcadia coming from you from developer Fabula Epica. Uh, the this the price on this game has not been released yet, uh, but this game says the the description says a truly nostalgic JRPG experience. Guardians of Arcadia tells the story of General Nero, of uh, by by call, whose highly advanced weapons have been terrorizing kingdoms around the world, with their homeland destroyed. Uh, Hikaru, his sister Akai, and a group of unlikely characters embark to a journey to the end of the evil General's campaign of terror. As they find themselves drawn into General Nero's increasingly sinister plot, Hikaru and Akai realize they have an opportunity not simply to face their destiny, but to shape it. Guardians of Arcadia harks back to classic RPGs of the 1990s with chibi character design, random battles, a strategic turn-based combat system, and a fully 3D explorable world. This is one where I really like the art style. Uh, if you've listened to any of my episodes before, you'll know I'm I'm a fan of the, the chibi style. In fact, I mean, whenever Final Fantasy 15 went pocket edition, I was like, I'm all for this art style. It's adorable, it's beautiful. Um, so this does honestly look like sort of PS1 era uh, RPG. So it's interesting. Um, this one is different from the others in that it is fully 3D. It is fully 3D environments, um, whereas some of the others are completely side scrolling and or sort of the top down view uh, of your but this is a fully 3D explorable world with a true turn-based, true turn-based battle system. One of the features says experience full control in battle, create flexible strategies by exploiting enemies' weaknesses without time limits. So uh, also if you've listened to any of my episodes before, you'll know how much I like the Final Fantasy X battle system because of the fact that it was not time-based it was completely turn-based i i don't know why they have that that square uh, the, the final fantasy hasn't done more with that style of system before i get it they like the time-based but i am a huge fan of the complete turn-based i like taking my time i like forming my strategies i like that it gives game designers the ability to program more complexities into the system because everything is not like uh, the speed is not a factor in the strategy, right? You get to, you get to explore deeper, deeper, deeper things. All right. Um, like I said, uh, let's see guardians of Arcadia, the price is yet to be announced. So I don't know how expensive that will be. And the release date has also not been announced on steam. It just says coming this year now i'm curious to see i wonder if this game will actually go wide i don't know it may be going to other platforms um, other than steam i'm not sure that'd be awesome and then um next up on steam is earthlock all right so earthlock now if you have played earthlock in the past i still want you to listen okay this is coming from uh, the developer is Snowcastle Games. It's an indie studio. Um, and Earthlock has been around for a while. 
in another form. I think a couple of years ago, they released a game called Earthlock Festival of Magic. And it did release wide. It was on the Wii U. It was on Steam. It's been on Steam. And I'm not sure if they, I think they may have actually already put out Xbox and PlayStation uh, versions of it. Now, that was Earthlock Festival of Magic. If you go to their website, they have this really cool rundown of this version of the game that is actually releasing on March the 8th for, I believe, 30 bucks, $29.99. So they are very transparent about the fact that the Earthlock Festival of Magic version of the game needed a lot of work. It wasn't quite complete. It wasn't what they wanted it to be. So in fact, they are they are selling this version as the should have been version. I think it's pretty cool. It's the should have been version. Um, so a uh, short description from Steam. It says that this version of the game is extended and upgraded. Is in many respects a brand new game. It keeps all the best parts from Earthlock Festival of Magic that they have spent the last year improving in every way while adding loads of new stuff. You can now, uh, there's craftable weapons and equipment, new abilities in the overworld, numerous new side quests, new scenes, new creatures, and new NPCs. In addition to all the strange plants, you you now can grow trees to bring kittens and other cute critters into the world. Treasure maps to discover more treasures, the ability to sell as well as buy stuff, and loads of new animations, story additions, smarter NPCs, and tweaks of every kind to make the game even more engrossing enjoyable and replayable if you're new to earthlock don't let the cute cartoon cartoonish art style fool you this game is challenging true fans of the jrpg genre will love it casual players may want to look elsewhere that's a pretty bold statement and i love when developers are very honest with their audience and they just flat out tell you it's sort of the very it's very dark soulsian or you know bloodborne is like look this is freaking hard so if you're not into that, you just just look elsewhere. It goes on to say, invest the time and Earthlock will reward you with a depth in gameplay that will test the most strategic of players. So once again, if you've never seen this, go look it up. It is super charming, but it's, it claims of deep strategy and difficulty. And once again, if you played Earthlock Festival of Magic and didn't like it, uh, you may still have something here because this is once again the should have been version. If you did buy Earthlock Festival of Magic, I believe you get this version for free. I, I, I go to the website and see uh, Snowcastle Games, their website. Uh, I want to say that they are doing a thing where if you bought it on Steam, if you bought the original on Steam, you're going to get a free upgrade for this game when it unlocks March the eighth. So that's super cool that they're not. Uh, making you buy it twice. So, so go check it out. Go check it out. That's Earthlock. And that is actually going wide. That is, that is releasing on Steam, but also PS4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. So there's my Nintendo Switch mention of the day. My other mention of the day for Nintendo Switch is that I would love all of these games to come there. But that's all I'm going to say because I know that you're tired of hearing me talk about it. But this would, these games would be, all these games Handpicked by me would be great additions to the Switch. And then the last game I'm going to talk about today is called 
uh, Shadows of Adam. This is another uh, classic inspired game. Shadows of Adam, it says, is a classic JRPG fan's dream come true. Shadows of Adam brings a compelling story, unique fast-paced battle system, and modernized visuals to the beloved genre. Tucked away from the outside world by the impenetrable haze of the misty woods, the village of Adam has mostly lived in peace since the days of the Wraith War. Magic, the dark power that fueled that war, has vanished, but darkness is descending once more, and Adam's legendary hero, Orazio, is no more. All right. The features say that it's a character, uh, a compelling character driven story. Shadow of Adam's story is one with deep narrative and an interesting plot. The story revolves around four main characters. Um, and then the original soundtrack with over 44 tracks by Tyler Meyer. It's inspired by music from the genre's greatest games. That sounds great for me. This is also another one that has several SKUs on Steam. So if you want the deluxe edition, you can get that. If you want the deluxe plus the original soundtrack, you can get that. Um, the base game is on sale right now through, I believe the developers said the end of the week. You can get it half off. It is $7.49 right now. You cannot beat that price. You can't beat that price. That's on Steam. So Shadows of Adam. So there, there you go. Um, that was actually eight games. Eight games. Eight indies that I think are worth picking up because I'm planning on picking them up. Like I said, I've got Legendary Gary waiting for me at home. Shadows of Adam is coming next. And, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. All these games look fantastic. Fantastic. If you've played any of them, if you know anything more about them than I talked about today, tweet at me and let me know. I really want to start a conversation about these games. I want to give these games the time that they deserve um, especially for the price that they are. I mean, we're used to spending 40 to $60 on our games. So you cannot, you cannot ignore these fantastic experiences for, fi for 15 or less. In fact, I mean, I, I had an episode, uh, a couple of weeks ago where I talked about the games on the switch that are 20 bucks or less that are worth buying. Those games are out there. You can find a lot of good value for 20 or less. A couple of these went over 20, but anyway. So these indie games, I think, are definitely worth a look. They're worth your time. They're worth you at least going and watching a trailer and deciding if they are for you or not. That They're all for me. They are all for me. And I will be continue to update you as I play them. Um, I, I'm just super amped, super excited. Hope you can tell. But I want to hear from you once again, if you have any information on these games or if you have indie RPGs that are just your absolute favorite that I did not cover in this list of eight, then tweet at me and let me know. I'm at Vault RPG. Let me know the indie RPGs that I should have included. And, uh, and, and yeah, if you've listened this far, thank you so much. Seriously, I really appreciate the support. And I hope you come back for the next episode. And until next episode, go game your hearts out. I'll see you.